Hello everyone, it's Mike Dice and Jose Youngs of Sports Illustrated MMA, fan cited as well. We're here live in Las Vegas for Mayweather McGregor, the biggest fight in history. What, what was you, today was the final press conference at the KA Theater at the MGM Grand. What would you what would you make of the press conference? It's kind of subdued to what we're used to. Yeah, for MMA fans, it's it's not what they're used to. Where you get Dana White screaming up on stage, you get you get Connor and his opponents going back and forth. You have not you have fellow fighters are usually up there. Uh, it's it's usually usually the fans are there, and if they're not, the the the, the fighters are still much more animated. Uh, but in boxing, it's different. Uh, I, for people who watch the Mayweather Pacquiao. Uh, press conference. Uh, it was very similar where everyone pretty much gives a speech. They don't do a lot of trash talking. They just thank their managers, thank their sponsors, thank Showtime or HBO or whatever. So if you're used to boxing, it's nothing nothing new but if you're if you've only followed the ufc this was uh this was a this was a weird press conference and like you said much more subdued yeah dana white didn't give his usual yelling out when uh, it was time to introduce conor mcgregor he almost mm-hmm. had to come back up a second time yeah. floyd mayweather thanked everyone like you said is traditionally done in boxers at this final press conference conor mcgregor was still a little bit more trash talking oriented while thanking people who were important to him along the way but what's really weird uh for ufc fans in particular is that this was closed off to fans normally you have that fan atmosphere there was no fans it was a media only event which kind of created a different atmosphere what was your make of that yeah i don't really know what's thing that maybe they just wanted to give the press uh a chance to talk again i mean they had the grand finale yesterday which was almost all fans uh they had the red carpet they had the media there uh it was basically a free-for-all and uh, for those of you who weren't there, it, when I say free-for-all, I mean fans were mingling with media members. The, uh, the fighters' entourages were mingling with each other. There were a lot of uh, pretty heated moments with uh, non-fighters and fans and media and, and, and so on and so forth. Maybe they just didn't want another combustible scene. Uh, maybe they just they had a press conference to say a few final things. And then, like Connor and Floyd said, the, la- the only thing left to do is fight. Maybe they, they just wanted a calm final day. Well, let's run through the press conference bit by bit. Before yeah. the fighters even took the stage, the WBC showed this money belt that they created. <laughs> Thousands of diamonds and sapphires and emeralds, alligator skin, all sorts of things. But now there's an actual belt on yeah, the yeah. line. What do you make of this? I have no idea what to make of this. When, when you saw the, w, the head of the, w, the WBC up there, he said he was holding a belt, and everyone in the media was like looking at him, and they were like, is he, what, what, what is he holding? There's, this isn't for a belt. This is a 155-pound fight, and Connor's making his debut, but the WBC created a belt, as you said, literally called the money belt. Like, we're not making that up. He goes, they are fighting for the money belt, the money title, and I think it had, like, 3,000 diamonds, like, a couple hundred, like, emeralds and rubies, and like you said, alligator skin. It is the coolest-looking boxing belt I've ever seen, and if Connor wins that, you know he's taking that everywhere with him so maybe they just needed something else to entice fans to buy the pay-per-view maybe that's a sign that they're not selling as much as they like but i was confused i don't know about you you know belts in the ufc have long been known to be marketing tools and that very could true. very well be the case here very it was true. hard to see the belt up close from our vantage point which was further away from the stage but it looked almost like there was a little insignia at the bottom i'm assuming it said mayweather versus mcgregor underneath the wbc logo yeah it might have quite literally said the money belt but it was still interesting and it makes you think of the iconic photo of Floyd Mayweather with all his belts yeah. on the table and how it would look amongst those. But to a lesser degree, Connor's famous photo of his cage warrior belt and his UFC belt on his couch, much more uh, uh, of the common man than yeah. a pool table with all Floyd's yeah. belt. But it would look better in Floyd uh, Connor's collection than added to Floyd's, right? It would. 
it's hard to say it would get lost in the crowd because that belt is insane. But it, it looks like a WBC belt where it's the big circle uh, emblem with the skinny straps. And if you put that next to, say, 13 different belts, then, yeah, it might get lost in the shuffle, as weird as something with 3,000 diamonds is. But you stick that next to three golden UFC belts and two Cage Warrior belts, you know that, that belt is a big deal. Uh, so if, if Connor does indeed win that, uh, it's going to look cool on his belt. A mantle, that's for sure. I think things with thousands of diamonds on them are probably no. easily lost in Floyd Mayweather's house. It's Not true. my house, but it's Floyd true. Mayweather's house, perhaps. So then finally, Conor McGregor came on stage after a lackluster introduction from Dana White. <laughs> Didn't have a whole lot to say. It was pretty brief, all things considered. A little bit of trash talking. What did you think of his comments? Conor's comments? Uh, it was, uh, like you said, much more subdued, but it did have a little hint of uh, classic Conor, uh, where he's like, uh, I I'm prepared to go 12 rounds of uh, insane uh, fighting. He said he, he, he's been mimicking what he's been saying all week, where I will go forward, I will meet him in the center of the ring. Uh, I am prepared to knock him out in one round. I am prepared to go 12 rounds. He's never felt anyone like me, so on and so forth. Called himself the king of boxing and the king of the UFC, even though he's never fought, had a boxing match. Um, so, so a subdued Connor, but still a hint of, tip, of classic Connor that MMA fans know and love. For, for Fight Week press conferences, this was very tame for Conor very McGregor. Very tame. Let's see, 205, he almost hit Eddie Alvarez with a chair. Yep. 202, he's throwing cans at uh, Nate Diaz from across the venue. Yep. So this is very, very different from Conor McGregor, different atmosphere, but I don't think that plays any factor in it. But later during the Q&A portion, he was talking about his future after this and whether yeah. he would stay in boxing for these big money fights or go back to the UFC, and he kind of hinted about doing his own thing, a combination between the boxing yeah. ring and the UFC octagon. What do you make of this? He's basically saying he might create an entirely different sport. Yeah, he's, he said he wants to create, and I quote, a hybrid uh, for someone to challenge him because he's the king of boxing and the king of the octagon. But to me, that's just kickboxing. Like, it's boxing with kicks and elbows. I mean, take out the grappling of MMA, you have a kickboxing or a Muay Thai fight. So if Connor wants to go for maybe a third sport and just take over kickboxing, then we can talk. But uh, like, but, like I said before, just... Just classic Connor, classic Connor, where he's going to plant the seed and he's going to call, he's going to say, "I'm going to create a hybrid sport." So the next thing you know, all of his fans are going to be saying, "Connor's creating a hybrid sport," so on and so forth. So uh, more marketing from Connor McGregor. He's changed the game. He's yes. creating a new sport, yes. a new ring shape. Uh, but what do you make of his future after this? A lot of discussions been had. Will he return to the UFC? Will he stay in boxing? What do you think? That's tough. I, I it's hard to say because Connor's making a lot of money to, to box Floyd Mayweather. And uh, as weird as it sounds, it's going to be hard for him to go back to making $5 million to fight in the UFC. I mean, that's more than anyone else in the UFC will make in a year. But compared to what Connor, Connor's making now, that's not a lot. Um, but Connor kind of has this thing about him where he loves to fight and Outside of anything else, Connor is a proud fighter. I mean, he legacy is a big deal to him. And whether that means going to fight Habib Nurmagomedov in the UFC in Russia or fighting Tony Ferguson to finally shut up the critics saying, like, oh, Tony will... If, if fans keep saying Tony Ferguson will beat Conor McGregor, that is enough incentive for Connor to go fight him and prove his critics wrong because that's what he loves to do is tell me I can't do something and I'll do it. That seems to be his mantra. Um, but in terms of monetary, I can't imagine he's not going to want to box again. 
as you said, though, he's really loyal to the UFC, yeah. and he really views MMA as the purest form of combat yeah. sports, and that's something he takes a lot of pride on, and it's hard to see him never competing in MMA again just because he prides himself on being able to fight in a sport that allows all these different disciplines. That's his biggest knock on boxing right. in the build-up to this. Um, but, it, but it is interesting to see what will happen from here. Of course, we guess a lot of that depends on the uh, outcome of the fight on Saturday. You know, and, and we're expecting a big Irish crowd. That tends to happen at Conor McGregor yeah. fights, especially in Las Vegas. Though it's we weren't able to really gauge the crowd today. But you've been walking around Vegas. What do you think that crowd's like now? It's... I felt like UFC 202 and UFC 196 and UFC 194 were Conor's last few fights in Las Vegas for the UFC. I mean, UFC 189, too, against Chad Mendes, the Irish shut down Las Vegas. I mean, at random points, if you're driving on the strip, you could just bump into 300 Irishmen just dancing in the street. And I haven't seen this. It could be because it's pouring rain outside. Maybe they, they just don't want to get wet. But it seems a little more low-key than normal maybe that's just the boxing crowd i mean when manny pacquiao fight, fought floyd mayweather there weren't a lot of actual fans in attendance there was a lot of celebrities because they couldn't fans couldn't afford to go maybe that's the case maybe but i am very confident and honestly at ufc 202 we were at we were saying the same thing there seems to be less irish people here than his last few fights and then on fight night there seem to be more Irish people than ever before in the T-Mobile arena. So maybe maybe that's the case. But as of right now, I'm not, feeling, I'm not seeing as many Irishmen walking around. As you mentioned at UFC 202, I think it's been important to notice that uh, seemingly as events have gone on in Conor McGregor's career, the Irish crowds kind of dwindled a little yeah. bit. Maybe came back to life for UFC 205. It's a much shorter flight, probably true. more affordable from Ireland. But the Vegas fights, though, that you mentioned, 189, 194, 186, 202, it seems like they've showed up later. And, it, and it makes sense for financial reasons for them to show up later. And 189 was International Fight Week, so that could have played Another a factor, good point. too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. There was a small contingent of fans waiting outside the KA Theater as the media are exiting um, with Irish flags and whatnot. So there's definitely some people walking around in Conor McGregor shirts. So there are some fans here, but we, I think at the weigh-ins is when we'll finally get a real yeah, sense of the pulse here. Especially when the tickets are free. And I have, as, as, from when, I, when we say we don't see as many Irishmen, like we're still seeing a lot of, we're still seeing a lot of the green, white, and orange everywhere. I'm not seeing a lot of the money team shirts lately so for well if we see five conor mcgregor shirts we'll maybe see one floyd mayweather shirt so but at the end of the day like you said that wayne's gonna be nutty yeah they're giving away tickets they sold out like that yep. if you got one you're incredibly lucky to just get one uh but it's interesting you mentioned the irish fans i was at an irish fest in milwaukee earlier or last weekend and i saw people walking around in 49 and one shirts. so wow. the irish contingent is all in they're just uh, haven't made their presence felt yet. Now, before we wrap up, I wanted to throw one kind of curveball at you. It just kind of came to my head. Uh, you talked about Conor McGregor's legacy and things he wants to mm -hmm. accomplish in MMA and why he would come back to the UFC. You mentioned fights with Habib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson as things that he could do to cement his legacy in the UFC. But there's been a lot of talk about weight classes, adding yeah. a 165 weight class. 170 is too big for Conor McGregor. I don't think he would match up well against Tyron Woodley, the current champion, or somebody like Robbie Lawler or Steven Thompson or Damian Maya. But if they created this 165 belt, do you could you see them creating this 165 belt so Connor could be the first person to get a belt in three different weight classes? If they're going to create it, it's going to be strictly for Connor. Uh, but we're going to see a lot of 155ers go up, but we're also going to see a lot of welterweights go down too. So just because Connor can make 165 
doesn't mean he's not going to run into bigger guys. I mean, he's a huge featherweight. He is the probably the biggest featherweight on the roster. When he, if he ever fights a featherweight again, he's he's up there for one for one fifty five. He, I think Donald Cerrone was a little taller than him when he was fighting at one fifty five. But if they make one sixty five, you can expect Donald Cerrone to go down. I bet Rafael dos Anjos drops down too, and dos Anjos isn't as tall, but he's a thick guy. He's a very musk. He has a very muscular muscular frame and Donald Cerrone I think is six feet five eleven so I would it would be very interesting to see Connor fighting at 165 for third belt but that's no easy cakewalk I mean 155 isn't easy either he, he still has guys to take care of there it is a carrot to dangle for the UFC though very if, they, true. if they are at all concerned about Conor McGregor pursuing a boxing bout with Pauly or uh, Canelo winner of Canelo Triple G any of those names so before we go, any final thoughts from Las Vegas? We're here at the Media Center. It's uh, the only thing I can say is I walked into I walked in the press conference. I don't know about yourself, but I walked in and I saw the giant the giant mural behind us in Mayweather and McGregor, and I was like, I can't believe this is a thing. I mean, it's still very surreal. A year ago, we were talking, and I think I was on your radio show, and you had just interviewed Connor for the uh, the Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, like, imagine if he fights Floyd Mayweather. And we were both like, that'll never happen. A year, less than a year later, we're in Las Vegas and, what, three, four days away from it actually happening. So I can't believe this is actually happening. To give you guys at home the kind of magnitude of this event, he's covered the World Series. I've been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And this pr- media center they have set up is on par with what I've yeah. seen at Super Bowl Media Day and what he's seen in the World Series. This is definitely a big event. You can't really kind of get a view behind the camera, but we have a radio row. We have TV stations yeah. with uh, stages set up with different sets. And we have, a, you know, a, a Starbucks inside. We with literally have area. a Mayweather Promotions coffee bar. It's it's <laughs> an actual thing. Starbucks, look out. Floyd Mayweather's California. <laughs> so do you, do you want to make predictions before we sign off? Uh, I said when they first started talking about this, I think it was March 2015, May 20, right before uh, uh Connor fought Nate the first time. I wrote this up for, on Fansided. Someone asked me, he goes, if they actually fought, what would happen? I said, Floyd would win the decision. Easy. That's been my decision for two years. It's not changing now. That's kind of the same way I see it. Floyd by decision. Uh, I think Connor will swing. You know, he's got to manage his energy. That was a problem at UFC 196 against Nate Diaz. Yeah. He could swing himself out trying to get that early finish, and then Floyd could just coast in the back half. And then the I have a question for you then. Okay. Do you think Connor wins one wins more than one round? I could see him winning one round early on, yeah. strictly because Floyd's trying to feel him out. Yeah. Floyd might be comfortable giving him a round to kind of see Connor lay his cards out there. Right. You know, he's going to let Connor put all his cards out there, show what he's going to try and do. He'll take that information and use mm-hmm. it to control the rest of the fight. I'm going to say 8-4. It's eight, going to be four? eight rounds to four, Floyd. So I he's bet. He's going to win four rounds. I think he wins four. I think he's going to. They're going to split the first two, uh, and then Floyd go wins two, three more after that. Connor gets one or two. Floyd. Floyd can sometimes take rounds off in the middle, like he did against Pacquiao uh, and Canelo, uh, and then I think Floyd wins the last five or six rounds. Do you see an eight-four score as a loss for Floyd no. Mayweather, even though it's a no. win? Is it too? narrow is it not Um, decisive enough that's a good question and i'll answer it in two ways where to me it's not because i don't expect floyd to not have knockout power i don't expect floyd to hurt connor like that but for the and when i say casual i don't want to say you're just new to the game like if you don't if you haven't been watching floyd fight and you just hear 49-0 boxer you're gonna expect a knockout but as you and i know watching floyd that's not his game so 
him winning a decision is just another walk in the park for him. So no, I I personally I personally do not think it would be a loss, but I I understand why people would see that. But would an eight four scorecard be a win for McGregor? Going twelve rounds is going to be a win for the UFC, no matter what. Connor and the UFC going twelve rounds against the greatest boxer of our generation would be a win. He would have done the same thing as Pacquiao. What was the score for the Pacquiao? I can't off the top of my head. I cannot remember. But if Connor wins more rounds than Canelo. That's another conversation that people are saying. If Connor wins more rounds than Canelo, more rounds than Pacquiao, more rounds than Cotto or anything like that, then that's a conversation we could have because then Connor and Canelo get something going on. Connor can have, I won more rounds against Floyd than you. That's something. Now, this brings up another talking point. I know I said we were going to finish up, but <laughs> this brings up another talking point. We can talk about this all day. But uh, Floyd was making We've been a- talking about it for two years. That's true. And we still have things to talk exactly. about. Imagine that. But Floyd Mayweather was very adamant at the press conference that his training is fine, that he's yeah. focused. Yeah. A lot of people have been making, uh, you know, his prom- week-long promotion at his um, strip, strip clubs club, yeah. where he's going to be there partying every night and thinking he's not taking this fight seriously. And he was very adamant, I'm taking the fight seriously. What do you make of all this? Is is those things going to be a distraction? No, absolutely not. I mean, that's how Floyd always is. I mean, we expected this fight to sell out immediately. I mean, when Mayweather... Pacquiao went on like those tickets went fast last I checked there's still tickets available and I personally think it's because people think this fight is a farce like they're not taking this fight seriously and Floyd has been building up Connor like you know I'm 40 years old I haven't fought two years Connor's young he hits hard like Floyd Mayweather is promoting Connor better than most people are and he's fighting him and I don't think it's an accident that UFC Embedded is showing Floyd eating Burger King, hanging out at uh, uh, skating rinks and playing golf. I mean, he wants you to think he's not taking it seriously because he wants you to think Connor can win. And also, Floyd is sponsored by Burger King, so that also doesn't really surprise me. And also, Floyd's going up in weight. Yeah, he, yeah. I think he said he's walking around at 150 when they're fighting at 154. He yeah, needs so, to put on weight. So, yeah, he's Connor's current weight, Floyd's going up, just like the Canelo fight. So, no, I, I don't think... When I saw that, I didn't think that was a big deal, but I can see I can see it. One of the other things I think people don't realize is that Floyd Mayweather works out really early in the morning, from what I understand. Yeah. So he could work out at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and be done with his yeah. workouts early in the day and have the rest of the day to kill all this time, probably naps. Maybe he's got some Tom Brady sleep schedule <laughs> or something going on. But uh, I, I don't think he's taking this seriously. But that's a good point that you brought up with the Embedded. The Embedded's really – they show Connor, They show him working out. They show him at home working out in this lawn every time he's doing he's working out and then uh i think maybe this was from embedded maybe it was from all access dana white telling the story from his girlfriend d saying that she wakes up and he's uh shadow boxing at three in the morning yeah and then they show floyd and he's doing all these things like you mentioned that's a that's a very good point they're definitely trying to still sell this fight and i think that's one of those angles yeah and it's it's classic floyd to me where he wants floyd's whole game is he wants you to buy it because you you dislike floyd so much you want him to lose and that's been his gimmick his whole career. I mean, he made, he was pretty boy Floyd, and people hated him because he was cocky, and he beat Oscar De La Hoya, and then that, after that fight, he became Money Mayweather uh, because he was so rich and just flaunted his wealth. So if, if you're an MMA fan, you want to see Floyd get knocked out. If you're a boxing fan, you want to see Conor get knocked out, and I think both sides are embedded is helping that for sure. Any parting thoughts before we wrap up? Oh, man, I mean, like I said, we've been talking about this for two years, and... I August 27th is going to feel weird <laughs> the it day is. after. 
It'll be interesting to see what happens, though. It'll be entertaining for the back half of the year to see what happens with Conor McGregor in Las Vegas. Jose Youngs, Mike Dice, we are going to be here all week up until the fight, after the fight. Sports Illustrated MMA Facebook page. Make sure to follow. We're going to be going live tomorrow. We have the UFC 215 and 216 press conference at the UFC corporate campus, the Performance Institute, where Conor McGregor has been working out this entire camp for this Mayweather fight. We'll do a Facebook Live after that wraps up. We'll do a Facebook Live from the weigh-in. We'll do a Facebook Live after the fights. We'll be live in Vegas all week, so make sure to stay tuned.